As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. My first year, like I said, that I opened up within three months, I ended up going to one doctor office, getting 20 patients. Did over a million dollars my first year. Ended up losing close to $700,000 my first year because I didn't know what I was doing. I was mismanaging funds. Yeah. And, but that's why I wish that, you know, I paid a lot more attention to what people told me. Like, hey, when you first start your company, get an accountant. You can get an accountant right now for 50, 100 bucks a month that literally would just, you know, give you a little bit of reports and everything is automated. I had more going out than I had mm -hmm. coming in, but mm -hmm. I seen stuff coming in mm -hmm. and I didn't understand. I look right. at my bank account and then, you know, taxes came and hit me over the head. Mm -hmm. I didn't have most of my receipts that I was paying out. Mm -hmm. I was paying people through Cash App and PayPal and not W, I mean, not giving them 1099. So right. guess what? All this money I'm making, I'm paying taxes on yeah. everything, close to everything that I made right. when I should have been doing, documenting, having 1099 and W-2s out. Right. So, you know, that's why I want to, you know, basically tell people when we first start the company, it's not a lot to start these services, but you know, one thing that we like to do is once I start making money, then I'll go get those services. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you when that happens, you're going to come back and pay 10 times more yep. than what you should have done from yep. when you first started. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Self-Talk Experience. I'm Tracy Self and my co-host Darnell Self, but today... We have a special guest for you guys. We are so excited. Yeah, we are in Atlanta today, y'all. That's right, all the way from Maryland to Atlanta mm -hmm. <laughs> just to meet this man here. We talked over the phone. This is our first time actually meeting in person. It definitely is. So I've got here entrepreneur extraordinaire, Mr. Jonathan Gooch here out of the A. Hey man, how you guys doing? We doing great, man. I brought some cold weather for you. You definitely did, but you know, I'm excited that you guys came way down here just to be able to come see me. And you know, all the accolades and stuff, y'all feel good. But hearing it actually come, I actually like hearing it. So you guys can keep on going on. If you want to tell me a couple of more, then I, you know, I happily take them. I don't ever turn them down. Hey, man, we need to talk about these renovations this man is doing to his mansion here. Let's talk about your renovations. We're in the same boat. Yeah, no, like I said, it's, it's just fortunate that, you know, I've been able to um, do everything I want to do out of life yeah. and be able to actually do renovations in my mansion, on my mansion. And the house is pretty much brand new, but, you know, I wanted to make sure when you guys come over yeah, yeah. and after seeing you guys' renovation that you come over and be like, see, we should have did this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. Gucci and I are talking, right? And my wife said, you know, how old are you? And then we realized he's the same age as one of our sons. I'm like, man, I feel a little older now, bro, but it's all good. Man, well, to look, accomplish so much yeah. at such a young age is just amazing. You know what? Because I'm 31 now, and I'm about to be 32 in August, but mm -hmm. I contribute a lot of what I've done and a lot of things that I've been through through my upbringing. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was, I want to say, in middle school, I was selling CDs. Really? Mint CDs to people. I was selling candy in mm -hmm. elementary school. So I've always wow. really been an entrepreneur. Okay. And then once I got to, um, when I'm in middle school in the seventh grade, I remember I used to cut everybody's yard in the neighborhood. Wow. And I remember I used, I was, one time I took <laughs> all my money that I had to school in basketball shorts. It was like $300. Lost it. Find out a year later that this girl that I knew ended up picking it up and never telling me about it. But wow. the reason I tell you the story because from me being smaller or younger to now, I've always actually been an entrepreneur. So some of the things that I'm doing now is, especially in the healthcare field, and I'm gonna let you guys know what I do in the healthcare field, but 
one of the things I'm starting to actually promote is being able to get children at a young age into an entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. And when I say an entrepreneur mindset, like I said, I was selling CDs, I was cutting grass. Yeah. I actually had my friends working for me cutting wow. grass wow. because I had so many yards to cut and I was paying them to help me cut grass and things hold like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In the seventh grade. What, 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 I mean, I why, why were you thinking that way? Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Did you realize then what you were doing? No, or? I didn't. It was just in you. Yeah, it was just in me. And yeah. I was playing sports, but now seeing how I actually came up and seeing that I was doing this at a young age, I really promote now that if you do have kids, mm -hmm. instead of like culling them and giving them everything and doing all this, teach them to be an entrepreneur yeah. when they're, because I did it when I was in, let's say selling candy yeah. when I was in yeah. elementary school in the fifth grade, and then it kept rolling over. So now I'm really, really big on teaching, teaching other people and teaching especially the younger generation how to be an entrepreneur when they are young versus waiting until you go to high school. And one thing I've noticed is, especially in just life, we learn a lot of things when we're younger. Mm -hmm. Think about you go to high school and you go to middle school, high school, and that's where you learn a lot of stuff from. And all you know is go to college, yeah. graduate, do this. So by the time it comes down to you actually making the decision to be an entrepreneur, you don't have the tools. Right. Yeah. That's the, right. You learn the tools back when you're younger. Yeah. And a lot of us don't even understand our past really led us to where we yeah. are now. Yeah. You know, so that's but guess what. what? Yeah. Guess what? Today, it doesn't even matter what age you are. Because <laughs> Goose is going to share with you no, from like today, whether you're 60 years old or 18 years old, yes. what you can do to start your own healthcare business. But let me yeah. ask you this now. You were talking about growing up. Did you grow up here in Atlanta? Yeah, I did. I grew okay. up in Atlanta. College oh. Park, Bubble Spark, Southside, Two oh. Chains. Okay. <laughs> let's go on and on. You know, I feel like I'm about to get ready to wrap it. Yeah, let's go on and on. <laughs> okay. And what about what about college? Um, I went to a small school called Clayton State University. Okay. Um, it's probably about 15 minutes up the street from my house going down south. The reason I chose that school, because I got in there, Georgia State, a lot of other different schools. But the reason I chose that school, because any school, and, and I got into um, Clark, but I chose uh, Clayton State because in my mind I said, if I go to any one of these other schools where all these women are, I'm never going to graduate. I'm never going to get anything done. But the funny thing is, I still went to a small school, and it still took me 10 years to get my bachelor's degree. So, you know. So you guys have a lot in common. See, somebody got me beat. I graduated from high school at 17. Me too. I graduated from college at 24, so seven years. Oh, yeah. See, I graduated at 27. I was out of there. <laughs> and the only reason I did it, because my, you know, my mom, she's a nurse. Yeah. Um, nobody in my immediate family went to college and mm. she graduated. Okay. So I'm like. Let me do this for my mom, because yeah. at the time when I graduated high school, I became a tattoo artist, and I have no tattoos. That's a whole nother funny story wow. for a whole nother podcast. But, a um, tattoo artist with no, with no tattoos. I don't think I've ever met any tattoo artists without, artist. without a tattoo. I was an artist first, and the way I wanted to display my artwork was through skin, because I wanted to be able to do something on somebody that 50 years from now, they'll still remember who I wow. am. So, because you know, you got pictures on the walls and things, but when I put it on your skin, it's a living artwork at that point. Okay. Wow. So that's what I wanted to do. Now, me actually getting them, at first I was a punk. I'm like, I don't want none. I don't <laughs> want to feel the needle. But, you know, as things started to progress, I started to notice that I was around it so much that I didn't really need one at the point. And then by the time it came down to me actually getting one, I'm like, I'm, I've been around it for three years. Right. I don't really need to get one on my skin. Now, did you do that while you were in college? Yeah, so I did it while I was okay. in college. So that's why it took me so long to actually graduate because. Um, we I was working. yeah, I was working, mm -hmm. and then I was um, doing tattoos on Clark Atlanta campus, pretty much right next to it and stuff. So I was partying, having fun, right. all over the place, yeah. just throughout it. Started yeah. other companies that failed. Okay, <laughs> you know, a lot of different things like that. Okay. When you mm -hmm. were younger, um, you said you were already displaying entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. were, was that um, nurtured or encouraged by your family when no. you were younger? Not mm -hmm. at all. No, it really wasn't. The funny thing is, my story about me being younger. I, as I look back now, I notice all my neighbors that stayed next to me, my neighbor that stayed across the street, Miss um, Mary and Joe, they were older. I'm talking about like, they had to be in their 60s when I was younger and they became my godparents. But mm -hmm. he used to do like a lot of outdoor work, like gardening, um, cutting his own grass. He was a engineer for Lockheed, which is, um, they built airplanes and stuff for the governments yes. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I used to always go over to his house and hang out with him and then she used to cook and stuff, so she taught me how to cook. He taught me how to like work on things, garden, and basically almost be like a mini engineer. My next door neighbor next to him was this guy named Gator, a guy named Eric, nicknamed Gator. He used to work on cars. So for like two years, I hung around him. Another two years when I was in middle school, I hung around um, Gator. And then after that, I ended up hanging around a lot of different people 
for a certain determined amount of time learning all these skill sets. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I can put up chandeliers. I can change wow. out stuff. I know how to guard it. And when I look back at it and when I meet people these days and I'm able to do all this stuff, I'm like, you don't know how to do this? Right. Even change a car, change a tire, <laughs> like, how to break. And then when I was younger, I would, like, break stuff down. TVs, like, so no matter what it was, yeah. I would break everything down. And I'm like, wow, all these skills I learned when I was younger yeah. really came back to be able to display and I use it in my business today. Wow. And, you know, just before you guys, even before we get too far, I'll let you guys know what I do is because yeah. we keep kind of bouncing around and around. Right. But um, I am a healthcare entrepreneur. When I say healthcare entrepreneur, I own multiple business in the healthcare space. The first business I started in the healthcare space was my home healthcare service. If you guys don't know what home healthcare is, one thing is you need to because the generation we're moving into is going more into a home healthcare service where they're doing like home healthcare hospitalizations with COVID-19. Now they're allowing for you to stay at home and the nurses and stuff come out there. But in short, with my home healthcare service, I send out nurses, which are registered nurses, licensed practical nurses, CNAs, which are certified nursing assistants, to take care of individuals inside of the home that typically cannot take care of themselves. When I say typically cannot take care of themselves, we have skilled and unskilled. Skilled, which is registered nurse and LPN, mm-hmm. that's where you have people, kids, adults that are trach invented. You have people that are on medication administration, um, you know, a wide range IV therapy, a TPN line. Oh. A TPN line is where they put a line in your arm, it goes into your heart, and we bring nutrients into your heart. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what I do, I love it because we're actually getting out helping people. Right. And that's what I first started my first business, well, my like, fourth business at the age of 27, as soon as I graduated with my um, healthcare degree. But the great thing about what I do is you don't have to have a healthcare degree or any medical training or background to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from somebody who have a degree. I didn't use, <clears throat> the only thing my degree taught me was basically a little bit about insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all it taught me. So that's why I have my mentorship. That's why I have my courses and stuff that I teach on this because whether you realize it or not, if I sit here and tell most people, hey, I'm in healthcare, they normally say, you a doctor, mm. you right. a nurse, right. you know, you work at the hospital, anything like this. We never hear do you own the healthcare? Do you own the hospital? Do you own the urgent care? And now that I'm in this space, it's so easy to own these type of organizations. So I'm wow. trying to get out and be able to bring it because it's so much growth in home healthcare. And right. we can see it now that we do have a shortage on nurses and stuff. But why do we have a shortage? Because it's a need. Mm. Yeah. And things are changing now to now, now they're allowing for you know, these nursing schools to pick up and they're, and they're building out bigger schools to be able to mm-hmm. get the healthcare staff that we need. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, last year we spent maybe, I think, $1.5 trillion on healthcare mm-hmm. in general. Um, and in-home healthcare, they're starting to dive a lot more money because now they're seeing that, hey, it's cheaper for us to be able to do home healthcare than it is to be able to have somebody come to the hospital because right. a hospital visit costs, a normal hospital visit, 26, right. 2700 If that's just the normal finding anything really going on, I've seen hospital bills be 25000 for one day. Right. So what they're looking at now is they're like, hey, we can pay this guy company $1,500 for 24 hours worth of care versus paying three, $4,000 for mm. a hospital visit Makes and sense. a reoccurring hospital visit. And what insurance companies have came in and did, they're like, okay, we have this one individual go to the hospital four times a year and we spend over $600,000 on this, on this one patient. And I've seen patients of mine where I've had where I've literally seen their hospital bill for three months. They was in the hospital for three months, and the bill was $1.7 million for a kid that That's I had. That's crazy. So what they're noticing is they're like, okay, we can spend this three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 on this patient every time he comes to the hospital in one year. That's what the amount is for the end of the year. Or we can pay this guy a company a little bit over $100,000 and give them care Monday through Friday, eight hours a day. So they're starting to realize that they're starting to be more proactive right. than reactive because sure. the proactive <clears throat> is, hey, let's go ahead and give these people care. And they're starting to see a lower rate in people going to the hospital and a lower rate overall with what they're spending in healthcare expenditures. So that's, that's why so I tell people. Man. Yeah, that's why I tell people. The healthcare, the sector, is not hard to get into. You can do it in any state. And that's what my programs come into and my course and stuff come into because I teach you how not to make the mistakes that I made, right. which that's what everything right. is because yep. it's just the knowledge. And it's so funny because if I sit here and tell you, hey, I want to start an amazing podcast with an amazing young woman, you're going to sit here and be like, 
That's easy. Right. Give me break down the steps. And that's the knowledge that you have. So if I want to do it, I'm going to come to you because right. you're the go in it. Right. So what we got to know about that, but <laughs> no, 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 you, you, def, you definitely, like I said, I've been watching a lot of your stuff, your growth and things. You really are. The, but that's the knowledge that you have. That's like if I go to somebody and say, and say I want to open up a Chick-fil-A, you ask me how to open Chick-fil-A, I'm like, I don't know. Right. If I ask somebody who owns five of them, he's going to be like, oh, that's easy. All right. you got to do is A, B, C, and D. Right. So that's why I always tell people, with especially what you guys doing, the knowledge and the people that you're bringing on here that have this knowledge, yeah. people need to tap into. Yeah. Because anything you want to do, it's almost if, if I give you a map and say, hey, make it to point B mm -hmm. on this map, and I give you a map and a flashlight and GPS, yeah. which that would be us as like the mentors and stuff, it'll be easy. Yeah. But if I sit here and say, make it to B, right. and sit here and say, hey, it's over here, and you don't have nothing, no map, no anything, right. you can still make it there. But guess what? It's easier when you yep. have somebody that tell you, Every don't time. go right, go mm -hmm. left. Every go time. straight, go yeah. things like that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, this is, this is interesting, man, because one, you're passionate about what you do. I definitely love what I do. I can tell. Number two, I can tell you know what it takes to succeed. Yeah, I operate. That's one thing. My, I operate my company on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis. Like yeah. every day, I literally work on my company, in my company, because especially for what I do, I, I'm not one of those gurus or people that sit here and, you know, learn a little bit of knowledge, and now I'm trying to help other people get it, right. but I make money from trying to help other people get it. Yeah. I actually operate my company every day, every morning, day to day, like when I get out of here, I gotta jump on the phone with yeah. one of my nurses and things like this, like I gotta go by my office and stuff like that, because that keeps me up to date with what's going on. That's why when people ask me about home health care or anything about health care, I'm like, I know it because I do this do seven it. days right. a week. And this is, man, when I started following you, this is what I said, man, this brother, I've got to have him on our podcast. <laughs> One, because you got the heart to help people, and that's important to me. Anybody is my, in my audience knows that we love to help people, yep. and it's yes. genuine, right? It's not talk. Yeah. They, you know, it's our walk. Mm -hmm. um, and then for you, and here's what you said. You said uh, you was, it was on a talk. You don't remember because you don't ever go back and watch any no, of your talk. I don't talk. ever watch any of my talk. <laughs> I know you don't. So I you watching myself. <laughs> so you won't remember this, but I'm going to remind you what okay. you said. You said, I don't mind talking about having more cars than I have garage space. I don't mind yeah. talking about my mansion. I don't mind because I busted my butt to get it, and I'm still working hard. Yes. And we should be able to celebrate those things. When you know it wasn't given to you, yes. you know how early you wake up, how late you go to bed, and the grind you put in. No, definitely. And, and I just feel like this. If you have a problem with somebody else's success, that's on you. That's not on me. Mm. A lot of times we get ourselves caught up and worried about what somebody else feels, worried about what somebody else is trying to yeah. say, and it stops us. It's almost kind of like if I have an ideal and I come to you and say, hey, I want to be a billionaire by next year, if the person you tell it to don't sit here and be like, I want to be one too. Yeah. I, I got you. Like, let, let me help. Right. If they sit here and be like, what? Like this and this then maybe they don't need to be the person that right. you need to be around. Typically, you are where you are in life because of the people that you hang around. You bring these great ideas to the people that you hang around, and they're small-minded, so they can't actually see what your growth <laughs> need to be. And I tell people right now, and I, and I hate that people always do this. They always say, you know, when we get close to the New Year, my New Year's resolution is this. Mm -hmm. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Why do I have to wait for a certain day for me to change who I am? You right. already are a step behind. You already are going to fail. Yeah. If you want to change who you are today, do it right now. Yeah. Take small steps. The, I understand that everybody have these big dreams, but what they want to do is they want to sit here and be like, okay, I smoke. Well, I don't personally smoke, but it's like, okay, I smoke, I drink. I'm just going to cut off, go cold turkey, smoking and drinking. Some people can do that, but that's not the way to do it. Take small steps. Mm -hmm. Change little things that you're doing yeah. in your life on a daily basis because at the end of the day, most people make two or 300 bad decisions. Right. They wake up five minutes late. They don't drink water. They don't meditate. They don't do this. They don't do yep. that. Yep. And by the end of the day, they made 200, 300 bad decisions. Right. So you start by not making mm. so many bad decisions. That's good. And then just start small. Yeah. And then just over time work. So if you smoke, maybe not smoke four times a day. Smoke right. two times a day, three times a day. Right. And then next thing you know, it's going to just start bringing it yeah. back. And like That's I said, slight edge. the slight edge. Yeah. And like I said, start today. If yeah. you know that something's wrong, start right now. Start the day. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until the next day. Because at the end of the day, we all have bad habits. Yeah. We are only good as our bad habits. The funny thing is, if I sit here and tell you that, hey, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and do X, Y, and Z, that's what I feel like right now. 
But guess what? My bad habits right. is going to make me wake up at 8 p.m. Right. We are only, that's the funny thing about it. Most of us don't even know what bad habits we we have. Have you ever talked to somebody to be in a relationship and they sit here and literally be like this? They literally be like, uh, <laughs> look, you already hear it. What did you do wrong in a relationship for you and your boyfriend or girlfriend broke up? That's been together five years. Nothing at all. <laughs> you telling me in five years you never did nothing wrong. Right. I sit here and I be like, that doesn't make any sense. So right now you're telling me that you're perfect. And I literally said it. You, you're perfect. Right. They're like, I didn't do anything wrong. It was all the, it was all literally <laughs> the other person. So when I sit here and hear that, it's all literally the other person. I'm like, oh, you think that you're perfect. Right. And that's a problem. One thing I like to tell people is I have so many things wrong with me that I have to work on. The, prop, the reason why I sit here and say this is because as long as I know that there's things wrong with me, I can grow. Yeah, if yeah. I think that I'm perfect, how can I grow? Right. So when I talk to people, when I talk to entrepreneurs, the people that want to be entrepreneurs, yeah. and I'm sitting here saying, like, tell me some things that you need to change or want to change, mm -hmm. and they sit here and say, oh, nothing. There's nothing I need to change. I, I'm, I'm doing everything great. So how can you grow? How can you be a better person? How can you be a better entrepreneur when yeah. you think that you're perfect? A lot of us lie to ourselves. We look in the mirror and we don't understand the person that we're looking at. And it's so sad because yeah. we've lied to ourselves so much that we think that we're perfect. You're not 31, bro. <laughs> you're not 31. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Like straight up. No, <laughs> look, I'm, what, the, what you're talking about is taking accountability. Yeah, And definitely. it's so hard to teach that. So what Definitely. would be your take on that? Um, on being able to take accountability, honestly, sitting down, looking at things that you have done wrong and understand what led you mm -hmm. to being able right. to do those things That's wrong. Good. Because it comes because if we look at some of the things we did wrong, most of the time we do things wrong and never actually understand what actually brought us to being able to do this stuff mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. A lot of reasons we do stuff wrong, back to it, is because of the friend group that mm -hmm. we're around. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen. I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man Stan Neal that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation, because I started with the bathrooms and all of a sudden my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved, seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I, I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm gonna show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man Stan, you won't be disappointed. The people you hang around, you've yeah. normalized not getting up. You've normalized not having conversations about business. You've normalized not growing as a person. So at the end of the day, you gotta really sit down and look at the people that you hang around. Yep. And associations then, are key. And yep. associations is a key because yeah. if you try to, if you're hanging around a certain group of people and you're not where you wanna be at in life, then you need to stop hanging around that group of yeah. people. Mm -hmm. If you're not losing friends in your growth, yep. then you're not growing. That's and that's good, just man. how I feel. That's, that's a scary, good, but that's a scary place to be. It's a scary place to be, but- To lose people. But think about this. You have to make the conscious decision that I wanna be better. Mm -hmm, Once you make that decision that I wanna be better, you have to, at the drop of a dime, be able to change and grow of the person that you want to be. And if losing these friends, these knuckleheads that got you to where you are and got you comfortable, mm -hmm. you have to be willing to lose them right now. Mm -hmm. Not tomorrow, not the next day. We confuse ourselves with hanging around somebody and I've hung around this person for the last 15 years right. and yep. we've done this and this. Yep. I've met people in my life like David. I've met people mm -hmm. in my life who I've met with and I feel like I've known, they're closer to me now yeah. than people I've known for yep. 15 and That's 20 very years. True, and I don't understand it. And I've gotten out of, just because we put time in together, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're going to be the person that's going to take me to the next level. Yeah. So when I have conversations <laughs> with, you know, with David, when I have conversations with you and things like this, I can literally, I, I'm always learning. Yeah. And it's amazing that I'm learning the way I am. Because I'm like, man, 
when I first met David, I didn't think he was that much smaller than me. <laughs> but you know what? He actually is. But but that's the thing about it. I'm I'm always surrounding myself around yeah, people that, key, that, right? that mm-hmm. is teaching me knowledge. Yeah. And I'm like, the people that wasn't teaching me knowledge, they're still stuck where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So then, but then I bring my side of the home health care, the knowledge that I have, and I bring it to the table. But the thing is, have you ever had somebody ever be like, man, I always call, you always text, you never hit me back, you never text, you never call mm-hmm. me back. The, the the real reason why is because you don't bring anything to the table to where I need to answer the phone. Mm. And a lot of times we don't tell people that, yeah. but that's the reality. That's like, what are you bringing to the table where I need to answer the phone yeah. for you? Like, what, what do I need to see you? Yeah. You just don't bring any growth to me. So guess what? I talk to you when I talk to you. Yeah, but here's, here's the good thing about that. And tell me if you agree with this. And it's okay if you don't. Oh, no, it's perfect. So, one, I had a big issue, Gooch, mm-hmm. with feeling like I was leaving people behind. Yes. And then a mentor of mine said, are you leaving them behind or are they choosing to stay behind? Mm-hmm. And it hit me. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, it wasn't necessarily about me, because where I grew up, you were called a sellout. Yeah. If you didn't, if you no longer did what everybody else did, right? <laughs> they were like, I mean, you're selling out. But yeah. then my mentor said, Darnell, sometimes you gotta sell out and leave out to come back and help out. So what you've done by not answering the phone sometimes has been, been an example for people to see and watch. So if they chose to come out of that situation, mm-hmm. now you're the example. You're not where they are, Yeah. because what kind of example are you to get them out of where they are if you're still in the same place. Yes. It's not until you're in a different place that you can s- say to them, look, I've done it. And the reason why I had to separate myself is to show you the path where you can do it too. No, definitely. And, and I just feel like this, and I, I'm one of these type of people, I don't really like nonsense. Mm. I like people making their own choices and things like this. We can this. tell. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like this, I'm like, if you see I'm trying to better myself and I'm trying to grow and get to the next level, you got to make that choice for yourself. Yeah. If I try to make that choice for you, yes, you might possibly be able to do it. A lot of times, where you like how you said, I had to go somewhere else and they're like, you're selling out. Yeah. No, I'm not selling out. I just see better and I want better for myself. I don't need to convince you to do this. If I have to convince you to do this, yeah. then you don't really want it. Yeah. So you should see where I'm trying to go. You should want better for yourself and then you consciously make that choice. When we try to make choices for people mm-hmm. and take away their choice, then a lot of times they fail because they didn't want it in the first place. They wasn't mentally in a place to want it mm-hmm. at that time. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to show you that it's able to be done. Mm-hmm. And once you see that I've done it, if you want help, come to me. I don't need to come back to you and be like, hey, bro, this is what I... Come to me. Yeah. Because once you come to me, now I know that right. you want this. And I'm just not telling you. Because if I keep coming to you, man, come do this, yeah, come, yeah, do this yeah, come do this, come do this, come do this. Eventually you're going to be like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go do it. But your heart is not in it. Yeah. I'm not here to convince you. Yeah, I showed you the way. Yeah. You see it can be done. <laughs> Come on, let's go. So look, <laughs> so I love it, man. I, I love your spirit. So 27, you start this whole the home care. Yes, right. sir. You're 31 now. Yes. That's four years. Four years. I've done a lot. Ten years in college. Four years. <laughs> Ten years in college. <laughs> Ten years, you know, trying to figure it all out. Right? Tattoo mm-hmm. artist. Like, man, am I ever going to get out of school? And then at 27, <laughs> now look. Because it, it sounds like 27 to 31, it was just all up. And yeah, it maybe was. it was. Uh, yeah, it, it pretty much was. Oh, okay, hold up. What, what do you, so at 27, you start your own healthcare business. With, I, with one of my, so remember I told you about having a mentor uh-huh. and people coaching? One of my friends, Brad, he did it already. Okay. And we was really, really good friends. Okay. And he literally came to me, he was like, Gooch, you know, you're in the streets, you tattooing, but that's not for you. You're a really good person, so you need to get out of there. And this is the way I've done Like you said, he, he mm. showed me. He said, I've done it. Mm. This is what I've been able to do. So guess what? You need to do this. And I made the conscious choice to do it. He didn't have to convince me. Mm. He didn't have to keep telling me. I made the choice. So what I ended up doing was um, after seeing him do it, I'm like, hey, show me the ropes. And being the great friend that he was, he basically mentored me to be able to get my license and things like this. So no matter what state you're in, you either have to get a permit or a license. We, we're going to go through it okay. just a second after okay. we take our break because exactly what everybody needs to do. But go I ahead. To go ask ahead. a question. Yes. So he, you're 27. Mm-hmm. Brad comes to you with the opportunity. Yes. What made you at that point in your life decide to do it? Because you could have said, I'm cool. I'm tattooing. Trying to figure this school thing out. Because he went finish. from driving a Saturn to a $120,000 car in like seven or eight months after then, getting his license. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's the lifestyle that I want Absolutely. right there. Yeah. 
So, 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 so the audience is watching right now. So mm -hmm. from 27 to 28, mm -hmm. what happened for you? So from 27 to 28, um, I end up applying for my license. I got denied the first time. And then right, right when I turned 28, I end up actually getting my license. Three months after I got my license, I went to a doctor office. Um, they loved me. They gave me like 20 patients. I made a million dollars in my first year, but I ended up losing six, 600, close to 700,000 because I didn't really know how to manage wow. the business. And I was making money, and I didn't understand what was coming in and what was going out. Wow. I can explain that later. And that's a lot of money at 28, 29 years old. Right. Yeah, I almost lost my company, a whole bunch of stuff wow. like that. So okay. that's why I tell mentors and stuff. Brad was like, I got you here. You know what? Me and my wife, we got other stuff going on. Figured out at this point, and he was there on the back end because I didn't want to keep annoying him. Right. But I thought I was doing stuff right, <laughs> wasn't. So that's why I tell you. But we're getting into that. All right, good. We're gonna come back and we're gonna share with the audience exactly what you need to do step by step. We got Gucci here, and uh, mm -hmm. hey, if you want to get more, we're gonna show you how to get all the information, all the gems, the plays that he's taken from 27 to 31 to be where he is. Let's go out to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey family, make sure you're following my girl Brianna on Instagram at Belux Boutique or to shop for date night or just lounging in the house. She has everything you need. As you can see, go to her website, belux.shop and get you some great pieces today. Hey guys, we are back with... Hey guys, we are back with Gooch, <laughs> my new best friend. <laughs> hey, so... We're about to drop all the gems, right? We're about to give Definitely. everybody exactly yes. what they need to know to really, I mean, because listen, a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs yes. in different spaces, right? So for those who want to operate in your space, do yeah. they have to be full-time? Can they still have their job? So, and you know what? A lot of my mentorship, a lot of my mentees, that's like one of the first questions. When you look at hospitals, when you look at doctor offices and things like that, or urgent care clinics, most of the people that own these facilities, they're not a doctor, they're not a nurse, they're, they don't even stay in the state. They right. literally live in a whole other mm -hmm. state. Yeah. So when you get into healthcare, the funny thing is, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I don't have any of that medical training. All I do is just, and even my degree in healthcare administration don't even matter because you can open up this business without no degree or medical training. Mm -hmm. I just run the business side of it. Okay. I hire people who have those type of degrees to be able to operate and do what I need them to do. So in such, I don't, if I want to, and most of the days and stuff like this, I don't have to do anything. So you can open up this business, and if you want not want to operate it on a day-to-day, -day, you can hire an office manager, mm. or you can hire a friend or whoever mm. you want to in the beginning. If you want to dedicate 10, 20 hours a week to building your business in the healthcare sector, the, this is what the healthcare sector is different. Um, you have kids, don't you? Yep, four. And, and you know, I'm about to get serious for one second. Okay. If, if, with your kids, if I come to you, and I've had to do this before um, in a couple of situations, if I come to you and I see you and say, hey, if you want to spend one more day with your kid, give me everything that you have, mm. everything materialistic for you guys to be able to spend one more day with your Easy. kid. Easy. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of what I do is when I step inside of a room, you need me. Mm. I'm not stepping inside a room trying to sell you. Mm -hmm. right. You need me. So when I go out and market, a lot of times, it's almost kind of like the doctor or the dentist that you go to. Like, I stay in Buckhead now. I used to stay over on the south side. I used to stay on the other. Every time I move, I find pretty much a new doctor, and whichever is just convenient. Right. We like convenience. So with healthcare, you go to who's ever closest to you, the convenience. And then with home healthcare, why I like home healthcare and growth and marketing is because most people don't, like, if I need home health care, I typically don't call my friends and be like, hey, you know a home health care service right, that can help right. me? Yeah. I just Google whoever's close, I look at the ratings, and right. I go on from there. So everything I'm telling you is if you are there or if you put yourself in front of the market or in front of people's faces, when they need it, they're going to call. Yeah. The growth in what we do is crazy because, like I said, when I step inside of the room, you need me. Right. All I'm doing is just sitting there telling you that, hey, you need me, I'm going to give you what you need. So, Goose, I'm starting right now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, that's interesting to me, right? I'm looking for different entrepreneurial ventures, mm -hmm. and I know it's going to require some work, some effort on yeah, my, on my side. Mm -hmm. Take me through some of the steps necessary to, to start my own business. All right, so first of all, to even start my business, I started my business with 15000 Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And... I think I really started with maybe like eight or 9,000 I did. So one of the first things that you have to do, you can look up, all you gotta do is go to Google, put in Georgia Home Healthcare License. Georgia 
home health care permit. Mm -hmm. And a whole bunch of websites are going to pop up. You could do Philadelphia, wherever you are. Just mm -hmm. type in home health care licensure, home health care permit. And all of them going to pop up. You're going to see people that's marketing for theirs. But you want to look for the one that says .gov behind it. Okay. Because when you find the one that says .gov or, or opening up a home health care service, um, state of Philadelphia, what's going to pop up is the one that says .gov. And it's going to have everything that you need to do to be able to open up your home health care service. So some of the things you're going to have to do is get an LLC, get an EIN number, get your business license. You too much don't have to worry about like your staff and things like this. Most states, if you're doing the skilled, when I said the registered nurses, LPNs, which mm -hmm. I referred to earlier, then you have to have a registered nurse in the beginning. Um, and through my mentorships in my course, I teach you about how to get a registered nurse basically for free okay. to be able to um, put them on your license. Or if you want to do home care, which is the unskilled part where you have CNAs come in and, you know, do bathing and mm -hmm. different things like that where it's not a skilled need, mm -hmm. then you don't even have to even have a nurse. And in certain states like Alabama, Ohio, you don't have to even go through a state process. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is get your LLC, EIN, um, and business license, and then you can operate in that state wow. um, without even going through it. So. And you, and you teach all of yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. What, and I teach all of that. Where to find what state. Yeah, yeah. What, what, so okay. when, you, when you buy any of my packages, my course, my mentorship, I send you all the state applications. Mm -hmm. um, in my course, I teach you about how to market. I teach you about how to do your paperwork. I teach you about how to land high-value meetings down to even what you say. Mm -hmm. um, I teach you about how to run and operate your company, about tax companies. Um, I teach you about, like, we use something called an EVV system, which is an electronic verification system to make sure that the staff is there. I give you all that knowledge. I give you the companies that I use, even down to my insurance broker. You mm -hmm. call them, and you just say, and say, hey, I'm in the home health care blueprint course and or mentorship, and they're like, oh, I know everything you need, what state you're in, they get you the best prices. Mm. So to answer your question first, if you really want to do it, you could buy the course of the mentorship. But if not, if you're trying to do it on your own, um, you need to look up your state and see what the requirements are for your actual state. And once you get that, they're going to send you the packet, or you can download the packet, and from there, it's going to have everything that you need to do, which is going to say, they're going to say, we're going to need your LLC. Um, you know, they're going to tell you if you can use a home office. And what I do is when you actually purchase the course or whatever or even set up like a 15-minute free call, we send you all the requirements for your state. Because mm. the thing is, I want to make sure that you actually want to do this. The way that I do that is, is by making sure that you have all the knowledge to make the conscious decision. So when people reach out to me, um, either through my website, because you can go to my website, which is homehealthcareblueprint.com. Okay. You can set up homehealthcareblueprint.com. We'll put all of that yeah, up. I know you'll put it, yeah, you'll put yeah. it up there. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen, I'm excited about this very episode with Mr. Jonathan Gooch, and I know you are too. And many of you all know my wife and I have had a lot of success in our company, PPLSI. We feel blessed and honored to have that success. But because we believe a candle loses absolutely nothing by lighting another candle, we want to make sure our audience has access to some of the best of the best entrepreneurs. And Jonathan Gooch, has a home health care workshop starting over the next few days, and you get a chance to participate. And if you're interested, make sure you click the link found in our bio, on our Instagram page, or YouTube. It'll be in the detailed description. Or if you're listening to your favorite podcast platform, it'll be in the description there as well. So click on that link so you'll have access to a very special connection with Gooch, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, you can set up a 15-minute free call with me or one of my associates. And on that call, you get to answer all these questions. The reason why I do this is because this field is, is still so new. A lot of people want to get into it and they have questions, which this field is amazing. It's super easy to get into, like I said, and to even get into it, it might take anywhere from like three to six months for you to actually get your license in the field. Mm -hmm. But it's super easy to get into that 15 minute free call is for you to answer for us to answer all the questions that you have about right. like, can I use a home office? And we send you all this paperwork mm -hmm. so you can know everything specifically about your state. Yeah. And we do that just to make sure that, like I said, you have all the relevant information to be able to make the choice to do this. And on the back end, just to let people know that, like, man, it sounds good. Once you tell people how much you make, then they start understanding. So I'm going to give you um, one of the cases that I, that I do. Sure, yeah, please. So when I do an unskilled case, um, they pay me somewhere around 20 to $25 an hour. Mm -hmm. I pay my staff somewhere between 12 to $14 an hour, and we're talking about most of my cases are 40 hours a week. This is unskilled. So that, so if you look at, let's just say, 
$20 an hour and I'm paying them $14 an hour, I take home $6 an hour. Right. By the end of the week, that's what, $320? Don't quote me on it. My mouth right. is not the best. <laughs> I hire people to do stuff that I'm not good at. <laughs> my mouth isn't the best. My accounting and people working in my office are amazing. Right. But so let's so say, about I think it's, 240 if it's yeah, $6 right, so, times 40 hours. Yeah, so, yeah. so 240 So right. that 240 at the end of the month ends up being what? Times uh, four. Times four, which is a, basically $1,000. Yeah, $1,000. So I take home $1,000 off of an unskilled case mm. that I'm doing $6 an hour. That's what I put in my pocket mm. after okay. I pay my staff, right. which is, you're like, oh, okay, 240 a week, you know, that's $1,000. But once you cross over, like me, I have 150 patients. Mm. And a lot of them are, are way more than that mm. because I have a DFAS case where there's one DFAS case. I charge them $35 an hour for a CNA. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, throughout the holidays. Every hour I make $15 off of this one case. Wow. Every week I make $2,500 off of this case. Every month I make $10,000 off of this one case after I pay my staff. Mm -hmm. Wow. So then you start getting into stuff like that and that's yeah. just unskilled. Hey, what's up fam? You gotta connect with J&E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore Builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore Builders. And I started my company with 15, 10 to $15,000. And yes, it did take me, because I failed the first time because I didn't have the right insurance when I actually applied for my license. So that's what I'm saying. That's why having right. somebody in front of you that's a mentor and stuff yeah, means so much. So when I applied for my license, um, they denied me. I came back and it was heartbroken because I'm like, damn, is this guy telling me not to do it? But then I end up saying, you know what? Let me just try again because this is something I really want to yeah. do. My friend doing, he yeah. make good money. Let, let me ask you this because, you know, the name of our podcast is Self Talk. Yeah. So right there in that moment, because we meet a lot of people mm -hmm. who in that moment, they have a choice. The, to either say, yep, you know what, maybe this is God telling me not to do it. Mm -hmm. But somewhere, you told yourself a different story. You're like, you know what, what, what was that? Was that, <laughs> was that somebody? Was that you just having a moment of self-reflection? What, what do you think caused you to keep going and most people stop after the, they had a failure? Well, this is the thing about it. I, I started three or four other companies before this. One of them actually did good. Um, but the failure part is you have to look deep down inside and understand that if I fail at something, doesn't mean this needs to be the end. If I fail at something, that means I have knowledge of, it's almost kind of like I said, with the maps. Mm -hmm. I know not to go right, I know to go left this time. Mm -hmm. So when I first applied for my application and I failed, I looked back inside and said, you know what, this might be God telling me I need to go another way. But then I sat here and said, you know what? No, nah, this might be God testing me. This might be God sitting there saying, you know what, if you stick with this, mm -hmm. then you will be able to get to the next level. Because when I first started my company and I actually started, I actually started a nanny service um, while I was waiting to get my license. Because yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about the, the nanny service. The, the nanny and healthcare, they very they mimic each other. Mm. So actually, you know what, I want to give them the nanny play on how they can start a nanny service okay. real quick. I mean, it's going to be really, really quick. If you want to know more, you definitely can reach out to me. But in most states, to start a nanny service, all you need is an LLC a EIN number, a business license, general and professional liability insurance. Okay. That's all that they require. But nanny service mimics healthcare service because a lot of my dementia patients that's older, they have a CNA that takes care of them. Mm -hmm. If you look at what a CNA actually does and you look at what a nanny actually does, they mimic each other mm -hmm. very closely. So a lot of my patients that I have CNAs that I'm charging, $20, $25 for, I was charging them that for my nanny service, mm -hmm. except for instead of them having a CNA, they have a nanny. Mm -hmm. But all you got to do is, if you apply for, um, if you get all of that stuff done, the next steps you need to do, you need to go ahead and create your website. And when you create your website, you need to create an email. And it doesn't need to be an email at google.com. The reason why is because we're trying to build trust in the healthcare sector. Mm -hmm. And I consider nanny to be a part of healthcare. Mm -hmm. If I email you and my email is homehealthcareblueprint at gmail.com, already you kind of like, huh. Mm -hmm. But if I email you and my email is jonathan at homehealthcareblueprint.org, mm -hmm. I've already created where you're like, okay, this seems more official. Every time you meet somebody, 
no matter who they are, no matter what you're doing, you're trying to build trust and confidence mm -hmm. in that person. Yeah. That's why we dress the yeah. way we dress. That's why we talk the way we talk. Right. You know, you're always trying to build this confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a company trying to build confidence, everything has, your website needs to be nice. Everything has to match up. So you need to go ahead and get your, um, you know, get a website, get everything, especially when you're dealing with people, kids, I got to build confidence with right, you guys. Absolutely. So once you get your website, once you get your flyers, once you get all that stuff done, now it's time to market. The best marketing technique I could tell anybody is put yourself where the consumer is and where the consumer would go or the type of people that you're try trying to target. And then that's where you market to. So if I am a father, and I don't have kids, but if I'm a father and I have a two-year-old, where's my two-year-old going to go? And that's why I need to market. A two-year-old more than likely might be in daycare. Mm -hmm. So guess what? I'm going to go to all the daycares in my area. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to tell them that, hey, I have insurance. I have X, Y, and Z. You know, this is what I'm able to offer. And then I'm going to spice it up because I'm sitting and telling them, you know what? I'm going to give you guys kickback. One thing that we have to get out of doing is not being able to pay or pay our pay-to-play type of way because think about it if I sit here and tell you hey I have a nanny service that is only going to operate when you guys close they'll be able to come pick up the people or come pick up the kids and stuff once you guys close and I'm gonna tell you another thing mm. was so what I did was instead of hiring nannies I hired CNAs because mm. if I have to come take care of your kid my company which one would you rather hire a 21 year old nanny mm -hmm. or a babysitter or a 21 year old nanny mm. I pay them the same I pay a nanny and a CNA the same thing mm. which one would you feather, rather feel comfortable and I'm going to tell you she's a certified nursing assistant right. she has yeah. first aid right. CPR basic life support which one would you rather right. feel safer with your kid definitely CNA yeah. so that's what you do yeah. you find ways to build confidence right their CNA, so I've already built confidence so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say you teach all of this by the yeah, way yeah and I teach all of this too in your program, do you also assist with all the paperwork? Because so so if I'm busy, I say, Gooch, I don't have time to figure out this Mentorship. Paperwork. That's why I have my mentorships come in. Perfect. So what I'm going to do is, so when you market to these to these fields, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to come in, and then I'm going to say, hey, for every kid that ends up coming to us, I'm going to pay you $50 a week, $50 a month, whatever the case might be, because me paying them, <laughs> bringing in money, is way better than me not bringing in no money at all. So author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon best-selling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to thepowerofyouversusyou.com. That's it, thepowerofyouversusyou.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure right now, if you don't believe me, go on your Instagram, put in, you know how you do like the little thing that the where you vote, oh, not oh, the, the vote, vote. Uh -huh. and put in who needs a nanny, um, who needs a nanny or don't like their nanny and do a vote. Mm -hmm. And then from right there, you should be able to, yeah. to be able to do it. And I bet referrals play a big role in it no, as well. No, they do. But that's yeah. why you have to over-deliver yeah. in what we do. Yeah. Um, you always have to, you know, be on point. Yeah. Listen, man, you, you dropped some serious gems today for us, man, mm -hmm. in the audience. And <clears throat> I just feel like there's so many people, like myself, who are just unaware. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? And now sitting down here, I'm like, I mean, what a great opportunity no, it is. To and and when you think about how much this could scale, and oh, you, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen over the last four years how the market for this is probably like huge. No, it, it's huge because, like I said, when COVID nineteen hit, it showed us that being able to provide services in the home means everything. So now, um, insurance company reached out to us and they want us to come in the homes and start pulling blood. Mm. So what they're starting to do now, especially with COVID nineteen patients, they don't even as well for what they're trying to do in Atlanta and some of the things, they don't want you to come to the hospital no more. Mm. They're saying that it's easier for us to send out a nurse come to, you. to come to you, yeah. to come diagnose you. And with all the technology we have now, the doctors can monitor everything that you have going on and diagnose you through a laptop, through right. a computer, yep. through telemedicine, yep. and it's more efficient. Yep. And on top of that, now you don't have to come to an overran hospital. And, and my mom's safe. yeah, and my mom yeah, and my mom's the one that directs Atlanta Medical Center. And it's so funny because she's saying, I talked to her, she's like, 
Jonathan, we got patients in the hallways, beds lined up going down the wow, hallways. That's crazy. She's like, we're overran. We're diverting ambulance. Like, if you got shot in front of our hospital, we would probably have to divert you to another hospital because we don't have a bed. We don't have an open doctor. Yeah. We, but so what home health care is showing us that now the growth in it is just exponential. And what I hear is that with these smaller companies, like, you know, what we're doing, what we're starting up, that is so easy, but we just didn't have the knowledge. Yeah. And the growth in it is, I'm talking about my first year, like I said, that I opened up within three months, I ended up going to one doctor office, getting 20 patients. Did over a million dollars my first year. Ended up losing close to seven hundred thousand dollars my first year because I didn't know what I was doing. I was mismanaging funds, yeah. and but that's why I wish that you know I paid a lot more attention to what people told me. Like, hey, when you first start your company, get an accountant. You can get an accountant right now for fifty, a hundred bucks a month. That literally would just you know give you a little bit of reports, and everything is automated. I had more going out than I had mm. coming in, but mm. I seen stuff coming in mm-hmm. and I didn't understand. I look right. at my bank account and then, you know, taxes came and hit me over the head. Mm-hmm. I didn't have most of my receipts that I was paying out. Mm-hmm. I was paying people through Cash App and PayPal and not W, I mean, not giving them 1099. So right. guess what? All this money I'm making, I'm paying taxes on yeah. everything, close to everything that I made right. when I should have been doing, documenting, having 1099 and W-2s out. Right. So, you know, that's why I want to, you know, basically tell people when we first start the company, it's not a lot to start these services, but you know, one thing that we like to do is once I start making money, then I'll go get those services. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you when that happens, you're going to come back and pay 10 times more yep. than what you should have done from yep. when you first started. Yeah. Yeah. And now, man, look at you. I mean, you know, more I think, cars than garage space. <laughs> hey, look, definitely more cars than, than than definitely garage space. But you know what? The funny thing is, I, I turned this into um, a real passion, and I tell people this all day. You know, I really love what I do. Yeah. In the beginning, especially, I used to go out to the patients' houses. They used to be two hours away. I used to get in the car, me and my nurse, and we would drive out there. Mm-hmm. I get to meet the kids. We actually get to see what we're doing. Right. We get to see the change that we make. Right. There's nothing like this. That when you have parents breaking down, crying on the yeah. phone, telling you, you know, my kid would have been dead or my dad would have been this or you guys have really done this. You know, I got doctors and stuff who are patients of mine and I got doctors who have like their grandma and things like yeah. this that we're taking care of. Oh, awesome. And I'm just like, now I walk in these rooms sometime with doctors and nurses and stuff, and I sit down, and there'd be a table full of them, and I'm like, man, I make more than all you guys put together. <laughs> and you guys got, you guys went to school for 14 years, yeah. 15 years, because what I've come to understand, especially being an entrepreneur, is you have to be true to yourself. You don't have to be passionate about something to do something, but where we mess up at is, we sit here and try to lie to other people and lie to ourselves and say, I'm passionate about this versus just doing this for the money. If I ask you, do you want to do home health care because it's something you're passionate about or because you, ask, because you want to do it for money? I literally ask my mentee, my mentor, my mentees this, and I want them to tell them the truth because if you're doing it because you're passionate, that's a whole nother different setup of the company than doing it for money. If you want to do it just because it's good money, I understand that. That's cool. But when we sit here and try to confuse passion for just making money, yeah, that's a good does, point. But but, yeah. but but we get so confused where if I tell somebody I only want to help people because I'm making money, then it's like, oh man, I'm worried about it. But your whole company setup is different. If you're passionate about this, you're making that two hour drive yeah. to go see a patient. If you're not and only want the money, you're hiring somebody to go do that for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you try to act like you're passionate going and making those two-hour drives, guess what? Your company's probably going to fail because you've lied to yourself and you set up your company on passion not to run itself and make the money. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with making money. My whole thing yeah. is you just have to understand what you're doing it for. Yeah. Man, this is this has been great. Uh, any other questions for Gooch? We might have to have you back. I know it's so no, much. No, no, no you really, no, you, you, you really, really can. You yeah. really, really can have me back. Oh, and I got a number that if you guys want to reach out to me through this number. Okay. And see, like I said, and what people have to understand is when you're not great at things, it's okay to say that you're not good. My memory is shot. I can't remember <laughs> anything at all. So what I do is I hire people that are better at me. It's almost kind of like when you look at the president of the United States, mm-hmm. like Obama. When Obama's sitting inside that room, you've seen him where it's like a million people at the, at the mm. tables. That means that most of the things that those people are, they're the best of the best at right. what they do. Yep. Obama never served one day in the military, but he's ordering strikes around the world. Want right. to know why? Because he has the best of the best working for him. Yep. I'm not good at accounting. I'm not good at accounting. I can't spell. So guess what? <laughs> people proofread my stuff. I literally send it to them. They be like, Gooch, God damn. 
damn it. <laughs> and, look, and, and then they proofread, but I don't have to be the best. And the That's thing right. is, I tell people this because we always try to portray that we're perfect. Right. It's okay because yeah. if you're not the best, guess what? Yeah. Now you need to operate your company yeah. as not being the best at everything and hiring people mm -hmm. to be able to do the things that you're not good at. Yeah. But guess what? You got to understand you're not good at it and stop thinking that you're perfect. So I'm not perfect. That's why I got my little sheet of paper. Go for it, man. So I'm going to say, so if you want more information, you can text this number, 678-736-7964, and just shoot the word invest, I-N-V-E-S-T. That's about that right? Yep, yeah, I okay. I-N-V-E-S-T. <laughs> shoot the word invest um, to that, and then we're going to send you the link to the home health care service. And the funny thing is, this is what people don't know. This community number that I have, I actually physically check it every morning myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. So the funny thing is, a lot of stuff, because I'm a routine type of person, mm -hmm. every morning I actually check this number mm. personally, and they automatically send you this, but every morning, if you reply back to it anything, I actually check the number every right. morning, because it's just a routine. It's right. like when I wake up in the morning, I just right. kind of sit in bed for about an hour and a half, and I go through everything the exact same way. I right. go through my phones the exact same way. Instagram, everything the exact same way, in the exact same order. Wow. Every morning, which is just wow. that's just my routine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. just my routine. Yeah. So if they want to reach me, they can um, hit me on that number. Okay, and, and we'll then put I, it up. We'll yeah. put it up on the screen yeah. for you and too. And I'll, I'll send you the website. We'll send you stuff about the mentorship. Um, but like I said, one of the biggest things I want you to walk away from is understanding that healthcare is an industry that everybody's able to get into. Whether you have a background, medical background, whether you have medical training, we have to stop putting these putting people and putting these businesses on pedestals because as we know now, we can own them too. Mm -hmm. yeah. But one of the best ways to own them is talking and being around people that own these type of services because like I said, you definitely can do it by yourself. Um, I've seen it done. I've had people around me do it. But every time I talk to them, it's always taking them longer mm -hmm. versus coming to people like, you know, us coming to gurus and things like this that actually Paying operate speed. doing it. Yeah. And, and that's what we do. And I'm passionate about what I do. And I actually love teaching people yeah. because it's fun to me. Yeah. It's yeah. fun to me. I to saw a couple of your students, man, online. And, oh, yeah. and they were raving about, you know, <laughs> again, being able to learn from you, not just your success tips, but also your mistakes that you're yes. willing to share so they can avoid some of those things. No, and that, that's that transparency that a great mentor shares. So, no, and, yeah. and I tell people this too. Just because somebody is doing something and good at it don't mean they could teach you how to yeah. do it. Because like this, like, man, I'm great at snowboarding. I had some kids the other day ask when I was on the snowboard, it was like, how do you do this, this, and this? And I'm like, well, you do it like this, but it's kind of like this. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> like, I know how to yeah, do it, yeah. but that don't mean I'm good at it. Yeah. And we confuse ourselves with being, yeah. because this person is rich, yeah. and because this person has this and this, then... I'm gonna listen to them yeah. over other people, and that's just not the truth. Like, mm -hmm. I listen to everybody. Just because you don't have as much as I do don't mean anything because you still have knowledge, and you yeah. might actually Very know true. how to do it better than me, yep. so I'm gonna take what you have because a lot of times these people that operate all these companies, they don't even know how to even teach it. Yeah. So be careful and look at the person Good. that you're actually learning from. Look at things that they like to do. Look at the way they speak to people because yeah. one thing about it, it's easy to talk to somebody that's on the same level yeah. but how they treat people that's yeah. not. And yeah. what you're seeing in a lot of my comments is they're like, man, I had access to him. Man, he I hit him on Instagram. He actually, like, I physically hit him back. Right. Man, he gave me his number. He physically called me. Like, I had did some customer support the other day. I do that all the time too. Man, I'm like looking through the customer support and I'm like, I'm just, I jump on the phone to call them. I'm yeah. like, hey, and then it's so funny because they hear my voice. I'm like, hey, you know, you had something going on with like logging in or something. They're like, is this Gooch? I'm like, yeah. They're like, man, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just be funny. Still right, catch right, me. Right, but I'm right. like, it's because of I care about that yeah. that mm -hmm. I still call, that yeah. I still like be able to, because I'm like, at the end of the day, you're investing in me. Yeah. You need to have some access to be able to talk to me yeah. and not versus, you know, somebody. Like I do have systems in place, yeah. people that you talk to, but if you want to talk to me, you can hit me on Instagram yeah. at who is Gooch, and I know people don't know how to spell Gooch. So that's W-H-O-I-S-G-O-O-C-H. And I check my Instagram, all my messages and everything like that. And it'd be a lot, yeah. but I go through all of them and I hit them all and things like that. Good. We're going to put all that up there. And the, the great thing, man, and one of the reasons why, again, we wanted you to be on here. A lot of our audience, some of them are already in business with us. Many mm -hmm. of them are looking for 
a business and they're not in business with us, right? Mm -hmm. And some are looking for additional income streams. We want to make sure we turn them on to folks who we know are going to take good care of them yeah. um, because they know folks who do business with us know that we're always going to be there to take good care of them. And we no want to make sure if we're partnered with somebody, they're doing the exact same things. So we want to make sure you guys are well taken care of. If you decide you want to start your own home health care business, we're going to put all that information. In fact, we should do a quick video to let them know how uh, if for, for the audience to self-talk, yeah. how they can get in touch with Gucci, and you know, we make sure that they're well taken care of. No, definitely. Care. No, Thank definitely. You so the funny much. thing is, I was on the ambulance business. I love this stuff, but we'll say that for the next podcast. <laughs> we'll say that for yeah, part two. You know, I, I'm going to fly up there to you come, come see you guys. Come on. Once your stuff get done, yeah. and then we'll do part two. I love it. And then we'll drop some more knowledge. Let's do it, stuff. man. We'll hang yeah, out at the DMV. Yeah, definitely. Right. Show me around. Thank All right, you buddy. for coming. You are such an inspiration. No, no, thank you. Really 31. <laughs> 31. What but in the world? But not just an inspiration for the young folks, but for all of us. Yeah, for no, all right. of us. Definitely. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, you so for having much. me. Yeah, for the seasoned pros, too. All right, guys. Another self-talk. Remember the things you say to yourself eventually determine what you attract for yourself. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate you, bro. Definitely. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. Good to yourself. If you've ever started something and said to yourself, I'm not quitting until I reach the finish line, is a perfect podcast for you. The We Won't Quit podcast by my man, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire, never gave up. Not only did he have success, but he's helped a ton of other people do the same thing. He's going to be interviewing people who never stopped until they finished. So check it out. We Won't Quit podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.